the WrestleGeddon Podcast. For over three years, the best of the worst wrestling podcast. Fans, welcome to another edition of the WrestleGeddon Podcast. We've got a whole lot going on. We missed a week a couple weeks ago, but we're back better than ever. Um, we'll probably miss another week next week because we are going to Friday Night SmackDown to acknowledge our tribal chief and mourn the loss from Money in the Bank live in person. Uh, I, of course, am one of your hosts, Chris E. Matthews, joined by the Tennessee Jesus himself, Carl Crossland. Garrett is somewhere. We don't know where he's at. Maybe he'll have an answer for us later. We'll see. I'm, but, uh, I know where he's at. You know where he's at? Yeah. Okay. He uh yeah. he actually bought a yes uh, he bought a Super Nintendo and he's actually playing Sunset Riders trying to beat it. <laughs> oh, so he's he's gonna be a while then. Well, awesome. But taking his place for a little bit is my awesome daughter, Zatana. Hello. Can you use your normal voice. <laughs> you nerd. That's her. That's her uh, radio voice. Your radio voice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the microphone. Talk into the microphone, not to me. <laughs> okay. And talk a little louder. Okay. And you got softer. <laughs> you got pretend like the microphone is your little brother. Yep. <laughs> And yell at it. <laughs> so Tana, Zatana, will be joining us on our expedition to Friday Night SmackDown next week. Are you excited? Yeah. Yeah. What are you excited about? Wrestling. Wrestling. Your first wrestling show. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like very, very first wrestling show? Very first wrestling show. No, no indie stuff or backyard nope. wrestling or nothing? Nope, I was gonna take her to that um that fam that Fortitude wrestling event in December, but I was it was like when I was sick and stuff, so I couldn't take her. But um, yeah, well, well, better than Friday Night SmackDown. Monday Night Raw would have been better, but we'll <laughs> settle for SmackDown. <laughs> so, who are you excited to see? No one. You excited to see Bianca Belair? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you put her on the spot. I did put her on the spot. <laughs> you can see some damage control. Yeah. With Bailey. Yeah. And EO Sky. Yeah. 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 And we got a dark match with Cody Rhodes. Taking That's on Damian Priest. About. That's who I was thinking about. That's who you're thinking about? Yeah. Cody Rhodes. Yeah, I forgot the name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And we'll see Charlotte Flair and a few other people. Oscar. Yeah. I'm excited to see Oscar. I like Oscar. Yeah. So I'll be excited about it. Excited to just 
in general because it's your first wrestling show? Yeah. Is there anybody you're not excited to see? (laughs) Is there anyone you're not excited to see? No. No? No. You're just excited to go in general? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait, what are you going to get from the concession stand? Concession stand. Concession stand. Food. They can't see you thinking. So <laughs> it's audio, not video. So. <laughs> hey, some nachos. Yeah. Soda. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see if they got some cold. WWE cups. Yeah. No. Cold, cold beer. Cold beer. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll check out the merch stand, see what we can find. Yeah. Kind of, what shirt are you looking for? Rock. You want a rock shirt? Yeah. Why do you want a rock shirt? Because it's cool. Why is rock cool? Which is the significance of the rock to you? I don't know. You don't know? It's not because because, uh, your dojo senseis call you the rock? I might have forgot about that. You might have forgot about that? (laughs) (laughs) Satana takes ninjutsu classes. So she is... um, A lot of the older... Uh, students don't want to work with her because she's too rough. Um, her senseis, her instructors, call her the rock because she's immovable. Tough kid. <laughs> you take them down to Know Your Road Boulevard? Take them into oh, Land the Smackdown Hotel? Check them in the Smackdown Hotel? No. Or do you, or do you at least take your foot and twist it sideways? <laughs> <laughs> There's some of the rocks cut free. I'll have to show you some of the rocks old promos. <laughs> uh, what what's funny is uh like that's my son. Like you probably asked him like what's a wrestler he like he likes a rock and like never probably seen a rocks match, but uh. Except for maybe the young rock. Uh, but he, he knows uh smell what the rock is cooking. <laughs> oh, awesome. Awesome, awesome. I think that's a parenting win. Yeah. All right. I don't know. I think uh, I think a real <laughs> a real uh parenting win is like you know, if they can name uh, like Xbox or something. <laughs> awesome all right you got anything else anything else you want to talk about for your first wrestling show gonna have myself oh, who the hell is on so random for fuck's sake So I got a I got a question for you. Okay. I got a question for you. All right. So say you're a professional wrestler, right? Mm-hmm. And you gotta come out to the ring to an Imagine Dragons song. 
what Imagine Dragon song are you coming out to? Hmm. Would either be natural or enemy. And he stole my uh stole my song. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Garrett probably had the same one anyway, so <laughs> what are you picking what are you picking, Chris? I pick natural. <laughs> you pick natural? Dang, that's what yeah. I was going with too. <laughs> uh but since you're going with na- uh, natural, I'm going to go with, um, let me go with, um, let me go with On Top of the World. Okay. Are you, uh, let her, uh, let's let her pick the, let's let her pick the artist for next week. Okay. Let's have it done random. This is time I pick the. Pick the, the band we do a random band every week, and we pick a song that we would use as our music if we were a wrestler. So you pick a band, and then we will pick a song for that next week. Yep. Okay. Which band? She's trying to figure out how she can get us to pick a song from Hamilton. (laughs) Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys? Yeah. Okay. Backstreet Boys, Carl. Backstreet Boys. What do you know about the the Backstreet Boys? Her mom plays Backstreet Boys for them every morning on the way to school. No. Just about. No. And it's on her Amazon playlist. Only one song. Only one song. <laughs> okay. You are my fire. <laughs> All right, kid. Backstreet Boys for next week. Yeah. Cool. I'll tell you, I need help picking a song, but I think I know Backstreet Boys. Okay. I know plenty of Backstreet Boys. <laughs> You're free to go. Okay. No, watch your My Hero Academia. Macadamia nut. Hi. <laughs> oh, awesome. All right. So, Backstreet Boys for next week. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Everybody, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've done it with that, and they did the um, the usher, um, they replaced little John with him. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah. <laughs> Was it, oh, it was, yeah, the song, yeah. 
Yes. Like every every time little John comes on and says, Yeah, they switch it to to LA night. <laughs> oh, it was great. Awesome stuff. Oh, all right. Looks like Garrett is just about done with his game. Said to be on in a few minutes, so I, maybe he's done finally getting to the next level. <laughs> Worked it out. Uh, while we wait for him, let's hop over, since we already did our random band, top over to our Elite of the Week. Um, Zatanna picked that out for us. It is the Elite Naomi, her one and only Elite figure. This one, uh, she actually had two. She had the normal version and a chase version. Um, the cool thing with the chase is it actually comes with the a glow-in-the-dark women's championship to kind of mimic the... Uh, the light-up belt that she had after she won the title. Cool. So, it's a pretty awesome figure. Naomi is very, very toyetic, very toyetic personality. Pretty cool. Pretty psyched. She picked a good one. So we'll get some pictures of that up on our social media. Maybe I can get the um, get some shots of the, the belt going in the dark. Yeah. I always thought Naomi put me in the mind of uh, Spencer's. Spencer's <laughs> gift in the mall. All the black lights. Yeah, the black lights and the posters. And, and, and you know everybody you know everybody had to go to the posters and you had to like, you know, while your parents were in there looking around, you had to like look at the glow in the dark posters and then flip over to the other side where they had yep. like the the thong posters and all that stuff. Yep, I had a um, I had a Baywatch poster. I think I got from Spencer's that had uh, Yasmin Bleeth on it. Okay, it's her and um, Pamela Anderson. Yeah, I've seen that poster. I didn't have it, but I definitely, you know, stored it in my memory bank. <laughs> the spank bank when I got home. I got that from Spencer's, and I got a, um, I think it was a Carmen Electra one. Spencer's, too. Yeah, I think that poster, I remember that, too. Oh, awesome. Good stuff there. Yeah. Oh, all right. Um, I don't know. Kind of like aren't Stalin. Aren't they still got, uh, aren't they still got posters if they request them all with the elbows? I don't know. I haven't been in a Spencer's in a long ass time, so I yeah. Like the last the last time like I went to Spencer's, it was like a half like sex shop. Like half the store is like dildos and uh, uh like lingerie outfits. I think that's what they what they all are now. They started converting over to that like a long time ago. Their uh, their gag gift section is what it was supposed to be. Yeah. Probably nobody coming in here yeah, buying. I used to get uh, for a gag gift. I used to get. I used to like getting like the, the dumb shirts, you know. <laughs> like I had one that was like uh, had the uh, George Bush and Dick Cheney on it, and I was like, "Meet the fuckers." <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome! All right, Garrett has finally joined us. You beat Sunset Rider? Sunset Rider. Oh, 
Sunset Rider. I don't know what you're talking about. But that is, that's not what happened. That's not what happened. Y'all want to know what happened? You call me a liar, dude? I, I am calling you a liar because you don't know the whole story. So this is oh, what okay. happened, Chris. Fuck a bitch lies. So, uh, so I talked to uh, owner of GCW, Brett, and I told him, I said, I said, I keep seeing this fucking uh, douchebag that you guys got on here. I want to whoop his ass. I don't know why I can't think of his name anymore. The Oh, Nick Gage. That's it. This motherfucker. We get this match set up. We're going to do... Uh, this fucker want to do some like bullshit. Like He wanted to put tape on her hands and put like pieces of broken glass on her fist. Whatever. I don't give a shit. I wanted to whoop his ass anyway. So I get there... And this motherfucker no-shows like a little fucking bitch, right? So, having to wait around, trying to find this fucker. Turns out, he's in a fucking porty potty shot up fucking heroin, passed the fuck out. I was like, dude, what the fuck? So that's how my night went. Fucking Nick Gage, ruining my night. What do you depend on? Well, duh. Just fucking picked him up, <laughs> threw him in the ring, rang the bell, and pinned him. Fucking garbage. <laughs> Found a wheelbarrow on the back. It helped me. Made it easier. <clears throat> I made sure to grab some spray paint and spray paint on his chest, too. Be so, so, is this before or after you get to the Super Nintendo and the copy of uh, Sunset Rider? Uh, this was after. No. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I believe the, uh, the Super Nintendo thing over you, uh, <laughs> beating up Nick Gage. I didn't do shit to Nick Gage. That's his fault. <laughs> his fault for being doped up on heroin. Oh, okay. uh, this the stem from something that actually happened. Huh? Well, well, I mean, the world may never know. I guess so. I mean, to be a professional wrestler, you have to uh, shoot up heroin or molest kids and snort some coke. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody really likes molesting kids, so I guess you gotta shoot up the heroin. Yep. <laughs> Unless you're James Ellsworth. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of who I was referring to when I made it. <laughs> Motherfucker still gets booked. And people still show up to shows that he's on after he's sending, like, dick pics to a 17-year-old. But fucking Marty Skrull can't get booked for anything outside of Mexico? That's crazy. The fuck? <laughs> oh, man. Man, all right, Garrett. Would you pick? We already did our uh, the random band. Um, we had a song I, I was on. I don't need to make a pick. That that band is fucking garbage. Well, you still need to make a pick. We had to, so you have to too. Uh, yeah. you know, I made a pick and I couldn't tell you what it was. <laughs> Not gonna lie, don't even fucking remember the song. Should have wrote it down. Oh, uh, let's see if I can figure it out. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, some shit. That was garbage, probably. Let's see. Dude, I really don't remember. So just for the fact of me picking a shitty song, what, what did y'all pick? Just, just, just let me know what y'all picked. Uh, Zatanna and I picked Natural. Zatanna's second choice was Enemy. Okay. What did Carl pick? On Top of the World. Uh... Just so we're not on this forever, and I don't remember what the fuck song I picked anyway. Goddamn, good Google it, motherfucker. Google I'm just gonna pick. Man. I'm just gonna pick one of the uh, only songs that is any sort of decent, and I will. I'll pick Zatanna's backup, which is Enemy, just so <laughs> I uh, can get through this on the other side. Be a better man. <laughs> Because, God, I listened to way too many Imagine Dragon songs last week, and they were so awful. Oh, uh, so awful. They're not even that bad, dude. They're awful. Do whatever you want. All right, well, Zatanna picked our band for next week. Oh. She picked one. What so, uh, Backstreet Boys. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure she was trying to figure out how to get us to pick something from the Hamilton soundtrack, but uh, uh, she ended up going with Backstreet Boys. <laughs> yeah. I'm cool with it. Awesome. And uh, the elite figure of the week is the Chase Naomi. She picked that for me as well. Pretty, uh, nice. pretty eventful, you know, 20 minutes before you got on. <laughs> I like it. Uh, we talked to Zatanna about um, her first wrestling show next week and how she's excited for it. Nice. Oh, she's super excited that so much that all we got out of her was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And uh, with all that said, let's hop over to the news for the week. Uh, last couple weeks, actually. Um, <laughs> so... This is not a lot. It really isn't. Uh, got a few things on here. <laughs> Last week, uh, since Lacey Evans returned, started using the uh, the Cobra Clutch, uh, Sergeant Slaughter was asked about it, and uh, he said he was not contacted by Lacey about using the Cobra Clutch, and she just decided she was going to use it as her finisher, as well as, you know, using the whole, which, like we said before, you know, she's former military, so she's using the the military gimmick, so why not just completely rip Sergeant Slaughter off completely and start using this finisher? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Slaughter and his daughter are not happy about uh, Lacey's use of the Cobra Clutch without um, talking to Slaughter, which, you know, in the wrestling world is proper protocol. If you're going to use a veteran's finisher, you know, you say, hey, is it cool if I use this? This move that you made famous. Exactly. To be... To be fair, it's the fucking oldest move in the goddamn book. <laughs> like, yeah. who gives a shit? You didn't invent that fucking cover clutch. You invented the name, Comet, the cover clutch, but yep. motherfucking, the fucking chokehold has been around since, I don't know, people have been choking people. <laughs> 
But that's just the thing is like how many people actually how many people since slaughter have really used the Cobra Clutch as a move, as their like finish? There haven't been too many. I mean, because it's not like an exciting move. Um and to, to be honest, like I've never been a huge fan of like your finishing moves being a submission hold. Even oh, though Rick I know exactly because you don't like the Von Erics, like you know the best. Uh, yeah, the, the claw, iron claw. <laughs> the claw is fucking the best. The claw is a lame uh, ass finish. Like, <laughs> that's the best that's lamer ever. than Hogan's leg drop. <laughs> <laughs> At least Hogan's leg drop, you could say, "Oh man, he just crushed their throat." Like they can't breathe, they can't kick out because Hogan dropped the leg across their throat. Like, at least you can play it off like that with the Cobra Clutch. Oh my God, he's dazed because he face palmed him. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna lie. The Million Dollar Dream was way better than the Cobra Clutch. I I like the Million Dollar Dream. But I'm also a fan of the Cobra Clutch because I'm a Sergeant Slaughter fan. So. What? I mean, you dressed like him before, so I hope so. Yeah. I mean, I, I prefer the camel clutch, myself. <laughs> I prefer the camel toe clutch. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, one of the arena football league teams have uh, modeled their mascot after Ric Flair. Looks <laughs> awesome. What's what's the name of the team that did that? Oh, uh, I don't remember the name off the top of my head. Uh, let's see. Put it in the Google. <clears throat> what are you googling there? Uh. Uh, hold on. We need like elevator music to play for like her. They're the Waterloo. Uh, they're the Waterloo Woos. The Waterloo Woos. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Like if you're calling yourselves the Woos. Woo! Did Was I send the- you guys the picture of it? Uh, I think he did. Think but he's so. on like so much. He's on so much stuff now. Like he's got like weed, energy drinks. I would have been more original than Woo though. I would have been like called like the Waterloo Splash Mountains or something. I mean, not Splash Mountains, Space Mountains. <laughs> see, if you're doing Splash Mountain, you're putting Charlotte on there. Longest line for the wettest ride. Woo! <laughs> Which that shirt is available on our Redbubble store. Which you don't promote that enough. So you want probably the most obscene and vulgar wrestling shirt we have. That's definitely the one to get. <laughs> <laughs> like if you if you want to wear a shirt that's like guaranteed to get your ass kicked by Charlotte, order that shirt. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> oh, Buy that man. shirt. 
get a front row ticket to your next uh, wrestling event. And hope it's a SmackDown. <laughs> oh, man, good stuff. Oh, what else we got? So, the Waterloo Woos. Nice. Uh, we had some more. Uh, the next few things are like AEW related. There was a lot of WWE news. Um, AEW Fight Forever was released a couple weeks ago. I kind of um, want to buy it now. Really? Hell, yeah, why not? You don't want to play our right retro, uh, retro graphics wrestling game that's going to have a battle royale mode where you can apparently wrestle and hold guns. Now, and ride a horse. Yeah. And ride a horse with the golf cart. Yeah. I, I'll probably eventually buy it, but I'm not paying, you know, $60 for it. That's not happening. Like, when that shit drops to, like, 20 bucks, yeah, I'll pick it up. But a lot of mixed reviews on it, though. A lot of mixed reviews. I've heard, um, I've heard actually more negative than positive with it. Somehow, I, haven't heard any, I haven't heard anything except for Garrett sharing it. Oh, yeah. really? They, all the uh, all the wrestling groups I'm in on Facebook are like the guys bought some of the guys in there bought the game and they're just like, eh, like it's fun for a little bit and then it's it's you know kind of lose interest in it. Like the fact, that, me, kinda, the fact that Aubrey's a playable character in this game. And you can put every single championship on her, including the men's titles. Yeah. That's a win. A that's win. a win. That's a win. That is definitely not a win. And you can apparently tag team with the same person and win the tag titles. Someone used uh, Moxley and won the tag titles with Moxley. I see nothing two, wrong two here. That's, it's happened before in wrestling, dude. There's been a single person. Was a tag, but it wasn't a single person. It was they selected Moxley twice. It was two Moxleys that they're playing as. Moxley was his own well, tag partner. <laughs> it's a video game, man. You can create your own alternate universe to where you know there's Moxley cloned himself. I'm One Moxley doesn't. <laughs> what they should have done is they should have done like should have like. Dude Love and Cactus Jack be a tag team champions. That would have been great. <laughs> That's like the same damn thing. <laughs> kind of annoys me too when people do that. I was like, no. <laughs> no I'm just talking about in real life. I'm not even talking about the game. He should, whenever he tags, he just goes under the ring and like changes. The ring and changes. <laughs> oh, man. You can't He's... tell me that would be fucking hilarious. That would be hilarious. <laughs> Oh, that would have been great. That would have been like Mankind and Dude Love, though. <laughs> they have shown up the Royal Rumble at the same time. Well, like, not at the same time, but the same Royal Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. I did enjoy that. Oh, man. Good stuff. Didn't Foley have, like, four appearances in that Rumble? He had three, I think. Had I think three. he did, uh, I think he did Dude Love, uh, Mankind, and Texas Jack. Texas Jack, yeah. I thought he was in there as uh, just Mick Foley, too. 
I don't. I don't think so. I think, I think this is like just, that was before he did the three McFarland. Okay. Awesome. All right. Uh, like Garrett mentioned, with the fight forever, we're getting a battle royale type mode called there's the uh, stadium stampede. So, thirty people, last one standing wins. All kinds of different stuff. Apparently, you get a gun, <laughs> which I don't ever remember seeing a gun pulled in Stadium Stampede. It's got to be a nod to Anderson. You weren't watching the same thing as me. Apparently not. <laughs> so, uh, but we'll see. Um, that that actually does sound kind of interesting with the the Stadium Stampede mode. That's just like here. There actually is, if I'm not mistaken, there is like a battle royale uh, wrestling game. They, uh, I was telling uh, y'all in the chat, I don't know if y'all pay attention. Um, they were ignoring me because it was me. But uh, I was saying they should do like a, a Grand Theft Auto kind of like open world wrestling game. Oh, yeah. Where you know, you, you start off as like, you know, a guy regular guy and you have to like find a wrestling school and you got to take steroids and go to the gym and stuff and then find like an indie promoter and suck his dick uh you know get on the show and you know eventually get promoted up i thought it was a great idea (laughs) yeah oh that'd be awesome (laughs) find us a steroid dealer in some skeezy gym. Yeah. You know, start dating a hooker and then make her your valet. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> we going straight to the top, baby. Straight to the top. <laughs> you don't have to be hooking no more. <laughs> oh, awesome. The final couple more tidbits here for AEW. Um, they released more tickets for All In. Um, I guess the uh, the couple, I think the the thousand or something that they had set aside for hold tickets, they released quite a bit of those, bringing up the total tickets available to like eighty thousand or something like that. Um, but they've already sold over seventy five thousand without a single match being announced yet for this pay per view, which is which is amazing because like the, the the ticket prices are pretty high too, wouldn't they? Yeah, they're up there in price. I can't remember exactly what they were, but they were they're pretty high. I mean, even like the the collision in Greensboro here in August, like the tickets started at like fifty bucks. Like if you're getting them direct through like Ticketmaster, um, just insane. Like the pricing they have on there. You don't know why Tony Khan's like, oh, we you know we pulled in a million dollar gate. Yeah, because you're selling your fucking tickets for fifty dollars for nosebleed. It's like, Jesus, man. Oh. And speaking of collision, the uh, ratings for collision continue to decline. Uh, we started off at like 840-something thousand for the premiere episode. Then it dropped to like 500,000. And then dropped uh, this past episode to 400,000-something. Well, it's because people don't want to see Phil. I don't think it's that. I think it's um, 
you're putting a wrestling show on at eight o'clock on a Saturday night when your target demographic, you know, the 18 to, you know, 39 or whatever it is, most of those people aren't home on a Saturday night. And if they are, they're like jerking off to porn, not watching wrestling. Yeah. He should I mean, have done it like Sunday morning. <laughs> when everybody's hungover. <laughs> yeah. And, um, the other thing about too, like yeah. the big decline. Last and when football right. starts, they, you never fucking watch it. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, have it come on at like 10 a.m. Sunday morning. Fourth of July weekend, too. Like that didn't help their ratings this past week. Oh, and then you think yeah. when uh, college college football starts, college football is always on Saturdays. So that's going to yeah. ding the ratings even more. There you go. And we'll see what happens. Oh, man. That was uh, pretty much all I had for news. I don't really have a whole lot of other stuff. Unless you guys have something that we missed in the last couple of weeks. I don't think so. Not that I can remember if I did. No worries. And let's uh, tailor it over to the instant replay. Uh, let's go ahead and kick it off since we didn't get a chance to talk about it last week. Forbidden Door. I still didn't get a chance to watch this <laughs> in the, uh, the two weeks between podcast episodes. <laughs> well. All right, Carl, since I know you and I watched the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. I did. So, I did see a bunch of highlights. So uh, I definitely need to make it a point to get some time and go watch this back. So, so tell me tell me when I'm wrong, Carl. Best match of the night, Osprey and Omega, right? Definitely. Should far. have been the main event, in my opinion. But I understand why. Yeah. Yeah. Probably um, meant of the year. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'd agree. So far this year, absolutely. Match of the year. Uh, Highlights I saw from that match was freaking phenomenal. Dude, that match was, yeah, definitely match of the year. It's, it's, a, it's, just like, it's like one of those things that just makes you, it's like Kenny Omega, dude. It's like, he's so high and he's so low. Like, he's either really high or really low with his match. It's like... You're either going to get the best fucking match ever or, you know, you're going to leave disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there is there is no in-between with them, but that I do agree with. It's like it's like a redhead, like a natural redhead. They're either, like, drop-dead gorgeous or butt-ass ugly. <laughs> <laughs> There's no in-between. So. Oh, man. Uh, worst match of the night, the women's match. Uh, that's pretty. Yeah. Like, I honestly feel like what the plan was is it was gonna be probably Tony Storm and Mercedes Monet. That would be my I guess was before she got injured. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I don't know like. I like Willow, but like she's not. She to me is not like that big match person. Yeah, not yet. yeah, not yet. So I think that's just like what really ruined that match. And then like, I don't know. I think Tony Storm being in that group is making her worse. But 
That's just my opinion. I, that match really was not great. Um, I don't even know that I would say Okada and Daniel Bryan were like top three of matches. I mean, you definitely can make an argument. Really? Um, I really liked the the Tin Man. I thought that was good. Uh, it was. It was. I good. liked Danielson and Okada. The match was really yeah. good. I mean, yeah, I don't think it was. Yeah, I don't think it was better than. I don't. I don't think it was better than that. Though. What was the other match that I thought was really good? That Dalfoy would put in top three. Uh, the match I'm not thinking of. It's my, um, I mean, Punk's match was okay. But I, I wouldn't think. I almost better. was going to say the Punk match to me was the worst match of the night. I did not like that match. I it was know. good. I also it, don't it was... really like Punk, but I didn't use that as my bias. That match was just, to me, okay. Like I it heard was... it was, um, a lot of people were saying that Kojima just looked and moved like he was a lot older than what he actually is. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Like, I, I, it's not, like, up there, but it was, okay. like... Well, this is what I'll say. I, I thought of the other match that I also thought was one of the worst matches. I thought MJF and Tanahashi was not great. I, I just Tanahashi just looked he just looked so stiff. The same like, criticism for Kojima they applied to Tanahashi too with looking like old and just not not there anymore. And like I don't care about like like I understand the ring aprons are different. He's gonna fall, whatever. I don't care about that. It's just like his movement in the ring just looked it, it was just so stiff and slow, and it just, like, took away from MJF. So I think that's kind of what made that match kind of lackluster. And plus, it being the first match of the night. Yeah. Um, I got to say, uh, MJF's uh, social media for that match. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw. That um, apparently uh, had a tweet a a, uh, scheduled tweet go out at the beginning of the match and then 20 minutes after the match was over it was a picture of him and the fucking airport (laughs) yep yeah I saw that Um, um, what did I say the um, um, Jack Perry and Sonata match was good yeah because yeah. Jungle Boy got ass fucking kicked. Yeah, like fucking... I don't have any doubts of that match being decent. Like Jungle Boy is good in the ring; he just sucks on the mic. Even after I mean... turning heel, which being a heel is a hell of a lot easier than face. It's a lot easier to get people to boo you and hate you than it is for people to cheer you and love you in professional wrestling. And it's he like. He got his ass kicked. <laughs> that was why the match was so good. Like he got some stiffs. He got some stiffs. Oh, I thought I thought it was the second best match. 
<laughs> I, I, I had to look up the fucking results. The second best match by far was Orange Cassidy versus Zack Sabre Jr. versus Shibata versus Daniel Garcia. That match was awesome. You already know my thoughts. I already do. I mean, I know you do. Like but you can't, you can't <laughs> deny that match was good. You can say whatever I, I, you want it, about the it finish. Wasn't, you can say whatever you want about the finish. It's fine. It wasn't like <laughs> completely terrible, but it wasn't like I'm not. It it's not top three or four or five. Definitely, <laughs> Chris. It's it's in the top three. It's probably number two. If we're gonna be honest, I, I know I, why Carl hates it. He hates we just Orange can't Cassidy. Carl, or... He hate that. He, you know, he didn't actually like do anything to win. He just let someone Dude, else hit his finisher, is, and that's is, why he won. This is coming from this is coming from Garrett, whose uh, favorite match is the Boy Scout versus the Tent, uh, or whatever it was. Uh, yeah, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. What else is on here? Oh, that was the other match. The sixth man was was good. The uh, Sting, Darby, and Naito. Sting almost fucking killed himself. Y'all see that? Oh. Yeah, he almost killed himself on Dynamite the following Wednesday too. That's on. That's on Tama. Which tape. is funny. I don't know if you guys saw uh, Darby Allen like like did some like interview. And people were like giving him shit because they thought that it like they were like people were saying to him that it was he needs to stop in like influence and Sting doing shit. And he's like, I'm <laughs> not. Sting's the one that wanted to fucking do it to begin with. He's like, it wasn't my idea. And that's the thing is like people don't understand that like Sting's a grown ass man. Like you think he's gonna take influence from Darby Allen? Be like, yeah, I want to go jump through a table, a fucking table too. Sting's been in professional wrestling a lot longer than Darby Allen's been alive. You think he doesn't yeah. know through a table fucking hurts? <laughs> and he was like on top, like he was on top too. It's not like you yeah. know he was like you know fucking opening shows like this whole life or anything. Yep. Like he's not <laughs> taking <laughs> fucking Darby Allen's that influence. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, Sting's not answer. Every single match like, doing some crazy ass shit like Darby does. So everybody like saying fucking Randy Orton was like a fucking bad influence on Ric Flair. It's like no day. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh man. Oh, awesome. Well, we're not gonna go through like the uh, the results and everything like that because everybody knows the results now. It's been two weeks. Um, but I will give you guys. I don't know. <laughs> You still haven't watched it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it. So, Carl, you successfully defended your championship. You 32 points. Um, I was right behind you at 27. Garrett came in at 19. Damn. If we're, uh, if we're honest, I probably would have won uh, Money in the Bank, too. Cause oh, I, you definitely would have. Because I was... I was right. actually going to try and see if I get them all wrong. There's <laughs> yeah. two matches yeah, I wasn't sure, sure about. Sure, Gary. I, I, I think I was going to get one of them right. So, yeah, yeah. Garrett was, trying, 
Garrett was trying to get all of them wrong. He's trying his fucking hardest. Too. No, I'm talking about Fermani in the bank. I would have tried to get. The oh, oh yeah, yeah, sure, sure. No, I would talk about for sure. You can't give me credit for anything. He's purposely <laughs> trying to lose. No, 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 you purpose. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I, for her money. I'm, I'm just, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Kidding. I'm kidding. You got it, man. <laughs> I'm kidding, dude. I'm kidding. I know. Awesome. All right. Uh, let's go ahead. Since we're talking about it now, let's go ahead and talk some money in the bank. Um, while that's fresh in our heads, there really wasn't a whole like as far as like the week after um, all in, not all in um, Forbidden Door. Like there really wasn't that much on TV that was like top notch besides um, you had the NXT Gold Rush, which had some really great matches on there. Um, the Bloodline, yeah, the Bloodline stuff. You had Cody versus Damian Priest um, that Monday. Um, Finn Balor took on Carmelo Hayes. Really great matchup on that one. Um, and Garrett. You put in here, why have your NXT champion lose clean? Because Finn Balor is the standard bearer of NXT champions. Well, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> but it just looks stupid having your NXT champion lose before a title match. No, it doesn't. He won where it counted. So. I guess. <laughs> uh, we had Moxley versus Ishii, which was god-awful terrible. It was. Um, <laughs> tell me how Mox went that entire 10 mag tag match without fucking bleeding and then bleeds within five minutes of um, he was getting headbutted. <laughs> They're headbutting the shit out of each other. Do you not see the like stitches on his head? I wonder yeah, if he pre cut himself. I'm just saying, like, but in that match where they were fucking all over the place. Like you think Mox has been bleeding <laughs> at some point in that match? Dude. Didn't fucking bleed at all. So if you were betting that he was going to bleed on that pay per view, you lost. <laughs> Dude, Moxley has has the worst punches of fucking any wrestler I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're pretty pretty weak. It's like, <laughs> dude, can you like at least make it like seem like you're hitting somebody? <laughs> like I said, of pretending. Just be I'm like, uh, just be like Tommy Dreamer and actually hit people. Yeah, yeah. do that. <laughs> just, or uh, fucking uh, Terry Funk. Yeah, <laughs> Terry Funk. I remember uh, reading that in uh, Mick Foley's book where he was like, "Yeah, I thought Terry Funk had like the best fucking punch in professional wrestling, and then I had a match with him." <laughs> I realized why he had the best looking punch in professional wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. All right. Money in the bank. What'd you guys think about? I did get to watch this. Um, I watched it Sunday morning. I mean, my kids watch it too when they weren't really paying attention. But <clears throat> what'd you guys think overall? It was, it was all right. It was all right. I wouldn't say really good. It was all right. The crowd, um, they the women, the women's money in the bank was better than the men's. No, nah. I think so. I enjoyed nah. both of them. I, I think the men's, I think the men's was a little better than the women's. Yeah, especially that fucking like they had that botch dude. That like 
they made into a fucking move. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, all the could have broke the fuck out of their necks. Yeah. <laughs> I guess if like, you um, a lot of people said if you go back and watch it, you can see um, like Logan Paul actually tuck his chin into his his shoulder as they're in rotation, and same with like Ricochet. So they're kind of like protecting themselves and all that. So, but yeah, um, still, it was a dangerous, was still spot, pretty fucking spot. It was still pretty wild. I don't know. It definitely didn't go how they planned it. And the cool thing is they're making a storyline out of it. So we'll get um, Logan Paul and Ricochet at SummerSlam. So, but it was uh, it was it was probably better than what they're gonna do though. And yeah, sometimes shit like that happens. But yeah, it was like. I was like, holy fuck, that was crazy. It's just funny. He's just like, <laughs> you can see, like, <laughs> you can imagine the conversation between the two of them, like, in that moment, like, yeah, we're still fucking doing this. Like, Logan Paul's sitting there, like, yeah, I'm not doing this. And Ricochet's like, oh, we're fucking doing it. <laughs> <laughs> We've already committed. We're going. So, it's like, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty cool. Um, the crowd went absolute ape shit with um LA Knight at the top of that ladder and just like yeah. inches away from that briefcase. He had the the freaking carabiner unhooked, about to pull it down, and just out of nowhere, Damian Priest's hand comes up and grabs him by the throat, which was just freaking like awesome imagery from them for that. And then the the crowd started booing the shit out of Priest when he grabbed the uh, grabbed the briefcase. Yeah, wish they, wish they were going to do that, regardless to anybody who won it besides LA Knight. <laughs> yep. So, it doesn't it doesn't matter. So, um, I know I know we all wanted LA Knight to win, but I'm not mad with Priest winning that briefcase. No, I'm not mad. No, me neither. Uh, Priest is important in work, and he's been like on fire the last, you know, six months or so. Yeah, I mean, ever since he came up from uh, NXT, man, he, he's been pretty good. And he's like the opposite, because, like, normally I love people when they're in NXT and then when they're on the main roster, like, I kind of hated them in NXT. Like, I was like, yeah, I don't really like them. But then when he came to the main roster, it's like, oh, I like them. I think with him being on the main roster and him actually being being able to put more of himself into this character, I think that's yeah. helped a lot too. Because like NXT, you're still trying to figure out like who's this character, who am I supposed to be, like where am I taking this, what's the direction, and then when you finally get that figured out and you're on you know like Raw, and you're like okay, so they want me to do this, but I think with Triple H having more control over creative. That's kind of helped too, and the whole Judgment Day thing has been um, pretty wild for him as well. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm just gonna say this, uh, Garrett, and you tell me if I'm wrong. Fucking Dominic Mysterio is the best heel right now in professional wrestling. I heard no lie come out of your mouth. Tell me when I'm telling lies. <laughs> oh, don't no, don't don't start quoting Phil. <laughs> yeah, he told a lot yeah, of lies. Like... Dominic is just—they're really because you know he was getting all that shit like 
coming in, I mean, we gave him shit too. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Like we gave him a lot of shit when he came in, and they just leaned into that. And just when they put him in the Judgment Day, and it's just taking on a life of its own. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, he looked good in that match. Like he had like probably one of his best wrestling matches in that match. Yeah, that was to me. That's probably the best. Like as far as like wrestling, that's probably like the best match. I mean, and then come off of that and turn around and take on Rollins in the main event on Raw. Which was another, you know, solid match with Dominic. Like, the dude's going to be it someday. Like, probably like the next, you know, 10, 15, 10 years, I would say Dominic's going to be, you know, top of the, the ladder there. So. Oh, yeah. Home aspect, so. He's definitely got that. Um. So we talked a little bit about the women's ladder match. Um, before we get into that, I think there's a few more, couple matches here in between that. The uh, women's tag team match. Sucked ass. Oh, yeah. Bad. Really bad. Um, I know I was talking, um, Carl, when I saw you earlier this week, I was talking about the confusing thing with uh, – Shayna turning on Ronda during that match, like there's no hints at all to to them breaking yeah. up or you know Shayna like yeah. like dissension or everything anything. But the promo she had on Raw that Monday night was it was it was solid. It was solid. Yeah, so. yeah. Like I was telling, Ronda uh, is completely done with wrestling after SummerSlam. Like I was telling uh, one of the the friends of the podcast, uh, Gerald. Uh, you can do like a total surprise, you know, turning on your partner thing. But if you're going to do like a total surprise, it has to be like, you know, a tag team that's been together for like forever. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just like they should they should tease some kind of something. With these two, I think they're banking more on like the friendship aspect of it, like how long they've been friends and everything, and been together. Like all that yeah. stuff, so I think they're kind of trying to lean into that too when they're you know going through the breakup, especially with um Shayna's promo yeah. talking about you know you just showed up. She's like, I had to claw and scratch my way to get here. Like you weren't in these bingo halls, you know, putting together rings, taking down rings, you know, paying your dues and all this other stuff. You just showed up, and you know, yeah. she's like, I regret opening that door for you to get here. Yeah, but this is no uh, sound like those mermaids. Yeah. But with um, with Ronda leaving, you know, they're probably they're gonna, you're going to have that final match. Shane is going to be Shane is going to retire Ronda, and that's going to be you know the chip on Shane's shoulder. And hopefully, we get you know the badass Baszler that we had in NXT that's been missing from her character on the main roster since she's debuted. Yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's like, you know, I I retired Ronda fucking Rousey. Like, I'm Shayna Baszler. Like, I'm now I'm, the new baddest bitch on the planet. Exactly. That's the direction they need to go with her. Because Shayna Baszler is a badass bitch. Like, I'm not going to lie. Oh, like, she ran roughshod on NXT. And she just hasn't found that footing yet on the main roster. There's no reason why she shouldn't be, you know, women's champion. We shall see. We shall see. Uh, what else we have? Gunther 
and Matt Riddle. What do you guys think of that one? Good. Yeah, Take that was a. Uh, I mean, it's Walter. Yeah. It's never Gun- Gunther. It's never going to be bad. So yeah. I mean, he made Riddle look good. So. I literally think Gunther could wrestle a fucking blow-up doll, and it would still be like a five-star match. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a pretty decent, pretty solid matchup. Um, then we had to return to Drew McIntyre now, completely making Dave Meltzer look like a jackass. <laughs> As you know, they've been reporting for months that McIntyre is done with WWE, and guess who shows up? The funny thing is, is he says stuff like that, but, like, Drew, over the past, like, couple months has been doing, like, charity events for WWE, so why would he be leaving? Yeah. Like, it was only a matter of time before he came back. Absolutely. So, it's just... Which, not mad at all, we're getting Gunther and Drew at SummerSlam. Oh, I mean, that, that triple threat match was amazing between him, Gunther, and Sheamus. Oh, I can't imagine what uh, Drew McIntyre and Gunther is going to be, you know, singles competition. It should be pretty badass. It's one of the few times Gunther's actually been knocked on his ass, too. Like, Yep. Yeah. I think it'll be good. It's pretty awesome. And on top of that, we had uh, John Cena make a surprise appearance at Money in the Bank. Trying to get a uh, WrestleMania in London. You know, the best thing that could come out of that is, and uh, when I was watching uh, uh, another wrestling podcast, they were kind of talking about it. The crowd pops in like any other place they go are so much louder than any place in the states. And the crowd that they would get in London for WrestleMania would be absolutely fucking insane. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's because you look at that like we're like when it comes to these live shows and like the pay-per-views and all this other stuff, let's say we're spoiled. Like we get this stuff all the time. Like we get we get to see WWE live like just about like all the time. Think about it. Um Whereas, you know, they traveled to Puerto Rico for Backlash. That's the first time since, what, like 2015 or whatever it was that they've had a pay-per-view there? Yeah. Then when's the last time they've had, prior to Money in the Bank, when's the last time they held a pay-per-view in London? It was SummerSlam at Wembley. Like, they've been there for Raw and stuff, but it's been a a long-ass time since they've actually had a pay-per-view. So to get, like, a big event like that, like, would be huge. And even at like WrestleMania, like fucking amazing. You know how, yep. how that crowd was for Money in the Bank. Like multiply that by a fucking like a thousand. <laughs> I think it'd be freaking awesome. Oh well, hopefully that happens. Hopefully they announce that um, this coming SummerSlam or WrestleMania or something. Um, Women's Money in the Bank. I enjoyed it. Like I said, I thought the the men's was a little better, but I did like the uh, the finish to the women's Money in the Bank with uh, Bailey and Becky getting handcuffed by EO and climbing up over Bailey to get the briefcase. 
Awesome. Love it. I thought um, Trish looked pretty good in this match, too, being her first ladder match. Um, she did get a busted nose, but uh, she looked pretty good. And probably one of the best spots in the match was the, the code red uh, from Zelina Vega onto that ladder, which oh, was pretty Absolutely. Sweet. That was awesome. Hello, good. But I'm psyched that uh, that was a hard one to pick a winner for. Like, it's there's so many women in that matchup that are like, okay, I can see him giving it, like, let her take it. I can see, you know, Bailey. I can see Becky. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they give it to Trish, you know, her first money, her more first ladder match ever. See her getting there, like Zoe Stark getting the, the briefcase and handing it over to Trish. Like, I could see that happening. But like EO EO Sky getting the win was definitely not something I would have saw coming. The yeah. amount of other women in that matchup. Definitely not mad at that one. Uh, what else we have? Finn Balor, Damian Priest. Not Finn Balor, Damian Priest. I saw Damian Priest. Finn Balor and Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight yeah. Championship. Yeah. You know. Ben Balor saw Damien Priest, and that's what cost him a match. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Some uh, some dissension amongst the Judgment Day, to, which continued on to uh, Raw Monday night, too. See that goes. Like, they've already broken up the bloodline pretty much. Can we at least keep Judgment Day together for a little bit longer? No. Yeah, too many factions. But it was a pretty solid match. It was they definitely topped the uh, universal title match from you know seven years ago. So definitely pretty great. Um we've got the main event, the Bloodline Civil War, which that crowd was hype from the beginning to the end of this matchup and um deservedly so that was a great main event. As far as like the the story, the storytelling, the whole storyline, everything is just made for a solid main event. Yup. See you now. To have Roman get pinned. The first time since December of 2019 when Baron Corbin pinned him. And to get pinned by Jay. Like that's. Right, coming like full circle here. This is pretty awesome. Which, which that's got to be like you got to put Jay in contention for the the WWE Championship. That's I mean, I would think it's Jay and Roman at Mania, but I mean, I haven't watched Smack. I haven't watched all of SmackDown yet, so let me let me get to that. Yeah, definitely think we'll see uh, Jay and Roman at SummerSlam. Should be pretty good. All right, awesome. So money in the bank. Um, trying to think of anything else that happened during the week that was um, significant and noteworthy. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Can't really think of anything. I know uh, Garrett was hype over the Adam Cole MJF workout segment. Oh my god, it was the funniest fucking thing. Oh, uh, I watched it. I 
Oh, I guess I was probably too tired when I watched it. I just, I don't think I found it as funny as you did. <laughs> I didn't laugh. I didn't laugh at them joking at the fat guy doing lifting weights in the corner. I laughed when Adam Cole lifted the same weights as MJF. He's like, holy fucking shit. Oh, yeah. I'm like, you can tell. That was where I laughed. <laughs> You can tell there are people on the side helping uh, Adam Cole lift those weights. <laughs> those weights are probably like the same body weight as Adam Cole. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, man. I saw that. I saw um, they put Matt Hardy and Jeff Jarrett together for this blind eliminator tag tournament thing. They also put... Um... Sammy and Daniel Garcia together. Was Sammy and Daniel Garcia together? Mm-hmm. Well, aren't they a part of the JAS? So how does that make sense? They're part of the JAS. It was random. They randomly that's, got put together. That's not random. <laughs> yeah, and putting MJF and Adam Cole together is random. That wasn't random either. All right, then. You, know, you know they're going to win the tournament And then MJF's going to turn on them after they win I mean nothing's better than magic meat That was pretty funny so, <laughs> It kind of Like my thing with that though too is like You have the butcher teaming with Fucking You know magic whatever And then um, you got the blade In a random ass six man tag match <laughs> These guys just can't catch a break. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. It sucks. Like, I feel bad for the Butcher and the Blade. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, awesome. All right. Let's uh, let's pop over for the Wrestler of the Week. Um, every few weeks, we do a randomized. I got the random generator pulled up. It wants to load the page. I feel like there was something I was going to talk about in the news. I don't know what it was. Let me think about it. Alright. I don't know. It's okay. I'm clicking generate. Um, The Creed Brothers losing the uh, Loser Leaves NXT. Oh, yeah. That's not what it was. I'm sure they'll be on Raw or SmackDown eventually. Yep. Come on. Trying to get someone we haven't done before, and the last couple have been ones that we've done already. All right. Molly Holly. <laughs> Molly Holly. Molly Holly. I'm trying to think of a uh, Molly Holly match. What's that hair versus hair match? Hair versus hair. I'm trying to remember who, who she was in that match with. Oh, That's a... Cool. I think it was like oh. Trish or it was uh almost sounds like Trish or somebody, wouldn't it? I think so. 
Also, I remember what I was going to talk about. It's in the notes, and you didn't talk about it. Is that they announced Warriors? That was what it was. Yeah. Uh, from WrestleMania 20. Oh, the blood and guts thing? Yeah, because I wanted to know who you guys thought was going to replace Daniel Bryan. Because I got a, got a great guess. Um, well, Takeshita's already in the match, right? Yep. Okay. So, so far in the match, is it uh, Mox, Fadio, Yuta, and Takeshka? And the other team is Kenny, Eggman, and the Bucks. Okay. With Bret Hart. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm sure it'll be someone that Don Callis brings in. Since he's kind of, let's the catch is aligned with the BCCs, kind of there too. So who do you think? <sighs> AJ Styles. <laughs> I'm not sure, honestly. Like it'll probably be someone from Japan. <laughs> Uh, so I saw somebody talk about this, and they had a really good person to bring in for this that would fit and make sense with all these people. That person being Chris Hero. I would, that would be good, you know, kind of reunite the kings of wrestling. So that's who I hope it is. That'd be awesome. Not like he's doing okay. anything else. I don't think so either. I haven't seen him on like any advertisements or any bookings or anything for, any of the, for indie shows. So. Back. All right. So Wrestler of the Week, Molly Holly match. You can check out is hair versus hair or hair versus women's title from WrestleMania 20. So there's that. So let's get into our overrated, underrated. Garrett, what you got for us this week? All right. I got a doozy for you, I guess. Uh, tag team, the VOD villains. VOD villains. Uh, right way rated. I'll say underrated. Right. Uh, I kind of didn't do these in order like I typically do. So my personality I picked is uh, Don West. Overrated. I'm going to say rightly rated. Uh, rest in peace, Don West. I thought he was uh, a great uh, hype man for impact as far as... um. Like their merch sales and stuff like that. I thought he was pretty awesome. Uh, our uh, NXT Women's Champion, Tiffany Stratton. Uh, rightly rated. I'm going to go rightly rated on that one, too. 
Uh, Eddie Kingston. Underrated. Underrated. Um, congrats to Eddie Kingston, by the way, for winning the uh, New Japan Strong Championship. Yeah, I saw that. That's awesome. All right. And the last one, a name neither of you heard, probably heard in a long time. Muhammad Hassan. <laughs> Got a raw deal. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say rightly rated. I'm going to say rightly, too. He was pretty solid in the ring. Um, just got pigeonholed with the, uh, you know, the anti-WWE thing after 9-11. Anti-WWE thing. Anti-American thing. Anti-American oh. thing. Yeah. yeah. Being a Muslim-American, they, they just pigeonholed him into that role. <sighs> All right, awesome. Is that all of it for underrated, overrated? That's it. All five. Okay, cool. All right, so let's hop over to No Holds Barred. What you guys got this week? Tom mm. Brady uh, currently. Might be dating Kim Kardashian. Yeah, I saw that. Which is wild. So make sure you wrap it up, Tom Brady, because she might got herpes or something. I don't know. Sleeping with Pete Davidson ain't no tell. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's definitely an upgrade. I mean, she goes from Kanye to Pete Davidson, not a Tom Brady. <laughs> definitely an upgrade on that one. I guess. An upgrade of some kind, I guess. I don't know Pete Davidson's probably funnier than Tom Brady. Probably. I mean, looks-wise. And that's mostly what they care about anyway. So. I don't know. Some women care about penis size. and That's what <laughs> you care about. Then you're definitely or, in the wrong direction. Or, my, or money. You know. Might get in on the call. I mean, she really loved really that. <laughs> She loved that old man, not just his money. <laughs> oh, man, awesome. Oh. oh, man. So I started watching the uh, American Gladiators documentary on Netflix. Cause... Oh, my God. That <laughs> uh, has been like... Very entertaining, to say the least. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you guys got some time, definitely check it out. Um, 
I'm like three episodes in and it's like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> so they're talking about like the first episode, they're talking about filming the pilot and like the first season and how much of like a shit show it was. <laughs> oh, it's great. <laughs> Awesome stuff. Uh, what else I got here? The Mario Brothers uh, movie has a streaming date announced for Peacock, and that'll hit the cock on August 3rd. Awesome stuff there. And uh, for the horror fans out there, Evil Dead Rise is now streaming on HBO Max or Max. <coughs> Of good stuff out there to watch. <coughs> oh, excuse me. All right. <coughs> kind of a short segment this week. You guys got anything else for Nolan's bar? I don't think so. Uh, good. Uh, Chris, I suggest at some point you watch back then. Uh, oh, well, it's on the DVR. Same. <laughs> Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, a little bit of toy news before we jump over to theme of the week. The uh, SummerSlam shippers are starting to show up at Walmart uh, with the Ruthless Aggression Series 3 and 4. Um, apparently, the Eric Bischoff is one per case. The Tory Wilson is one per case. So those are the, the two probably most sought-after ones from those sets. And it looks like it's got pretty much everything from like Elite 98 to Elite 102 on there. So a lot of stuff. And the um uh the Survivor series build a figure set with Hogan and the camo and Zeus in Survivor Series. No, that's SummerSlam, SummerSlam set. And restock of the WrestleMania set as well. You need to find that dusty. Awesome. Quick two points there for you. Exciting surprise. Uh, theme of the week this week. Uh, since we celebrated 4th of July, I figured what better theme than the Patriots? The Patriots. The Patriot, Del Wilts. And uh, <laughs> Not gonna lie, Carl, when he said the Patriots, I was like, the New England Patriots have their own theme song? Uh, yeah, man. And plural, like possessive. <laughs> possessive Patriots. Uh-huh. Not plural. <laughs> yes. The Patriots, Del Wilkes. <laughs> oh, awesome. Which I think wasn't it just Kurt Angle's theme anyway? <laughs> It, it will, I mean, it was his theme first. Yeah, I mean, they recycled it for Angle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had, like, a real American sound to it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <sighs> All right, well, that's pretty much going to do it for us, so make sure you guys follow us on social media. You can find us at Pod on pretty much everything. Um... Apparently, we need to sign up for threads. 
<laughs> Which is, I guess, Twitter's like, or uh, Instagram's like Twitter thing, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Look into that. So, uh, I, guess I can tell you that Katie has enjoyed it. Yeah. It's on Instagram. It's just called Threads. It's just on that app, but it's like Instagram, yeah. Twitter. Yeah, it's it was developed by um by Meta Facebook, so it's part of that whole like Facebook Instagram universe. I guess. Oh, check that out. So I guess you can find us soon on uh, on Threads. Um. That's pretty much it. Uh, make sure you check out TriangleTerracon.com. Uh, new guest, annou- uh, guest announcements have been made. Um, Rachel True from The Craft will be appearing. And, of course, Abaddon from AEW. That's going down October 8th, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. at the Durham Armory here in Durham, North Carolina. Tickets are on sale now. And there's also some VIP tickets that just went up, which will get you access to the <coughs> access to the VIP mixer uh, the Saturday night before and 30 minute early entry into the show front of the line VIP access for our celebrity guests and a bunch of other stuff so definitely check that out if you're interested in going a lot of cool stuff should be a great day for horror fans throughout the area well there's one thing I'm not a horror fan. So. Ah, it'll still be fun. <laughs> it'll still be fun. Right. So, like I said, that's going to do it for us. And we'll chat with you guys next week. On behalf of myself, Chris Heat Matthews, Gary G. Money Mon, and the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland. Chat with you all next week. Later, Marks. Hey. What did you say? I said peace. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say peace. Like peace. Yeah. We wanted you to say something like like titties and beer or something. <laughs> <laughs> Frank and beans. Um. Yeah, we're definitely getting Jay in moment. Summer Summer Slam? Slam.